The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. Find out how Combank can support you and your business during this time by visiting combank.com.au forward slash coronavirus. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Monday the 11th of May. In your squiz today, anti-lockdown protesters in Melbourne, Jackie Trad resigns as Queensland's Deputy Premier, sports washing in the UK Premier League and Vale Little Richard. This is your squiz today. Around 200 protesters took to the steps of Melbourne's Parliament House yesterday. Most protesting about coronavirus lockdowns. There were some anti-vaccination protesters and some 5G protesters. There were a couple of scuffles and up to 10 arrests. What were they really protesting about, Claire? On the face of it, the protests were about the removal of those coronavirus restrictions that those people say are really impinging on their freedoms too much. But as you say, there was a good rump of anti-vaccination protesters. Of course, they're not happy with the development of a coronavirus vaccine. Uh, 5G uh, protesters were there as well. They say that the new 5G mobile telecommunications network actually lowers your immune system and that gives viruses like coronavirus the ability to enter the population. When you look at the organisers more broadly, reports this morning say these are people who are involved in a whole range of conspiracy theories and all sorts of different kinds of concerns about government and government power. Chief Medical Officer Brendan Murphy was very quick to call conspiracy theories very silly misinformation yesterday. Claire, are these protests similar to the ones we're seeing in the United States? The ones in the US have been aligned to a conservative pro-Trump, pro-gun agenda and there's also suggestions that there's alignment with far-right groups and militias in the US. I guess we'll know a little bit more about who was involved in these protests in Melbourne, uh, but certainly no one is making that link about far-right groups yet. Some of the crowd were chanting, arrest Bill Gates. Why the hate? Yeah, it's something I had to look up a little bit too. I wasn't aware about why Bill Gates was such a target. It seems the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have come in for criticism from anti-vaccination activists, particularly because of their support for vaccination. They've also put about $250 million US dollars towards the discovery of vaccine for coronavirus. So that really pulls them into attention. Uh, when you get to really fringe elements, of this. Uh, some say that he supports vaccination in a way uh, of implanting devices into people uh, and also potentially as a way to depopulate the world. So really kooky stuff. Friday's National Cabinet meeting produced the three-stage roadmap that will start easing us out of the COVID-19 economy lockdown. Essentially, though, Claire, it will be up to state and territory leaders to implement any changes. We can expect a few more announcements about what that looks like. Dan Andrews, the Victorian Premier, will make some announcements today. Uh, in Western Australia, you're looking at the first state that's announcing big changes. They'll take effect next Monday, so in a week's time. And in New South Wales, the Premier Gladys Berejiklian has announced moves uh, for some modest relaxations by Friday. And China is threatening to slap a tariff on Australian barley imports. This is something that's deeply concerning to Trade Minister Simon Birmingham. He says there's no justification for the tariffs. 
What China is saying is that our producers are dumping the grain on the world market. What that means is that we're exporting it at a price that's lower than it can be bought here. Uh, as you say, Simon Birmingham says that that's rubbish, but pundits, of course, say it's the start of retaliatory measures from China for Australia, calling for that independent inquiry into the coronavirus. And over in the US, two White House staffers have tested positive for COVID-19, which is putting a lot of their high-level pandemic task force into quarantine. And that includes Dr Anthony Fauci, who's really been the face of the US's COVID-19 response. He has, and of course what commentators are saying is that it shows that really no one is uh, immune from catching uh, coronavirus, even those at the public face uh, of that medical expert panel in the US. That's something that's likely on the top of mind for the Royals. Queen Elizabeth broadcast a speech on Friday the 8th of May that marked the 75th anniversary of VE Day or Victory in Europe Day, Germany's surrender in World War II. Might be the last time, though, that she's seen for a while. She's expected to continue to self-isolate and lay low during the pandemic. In an update on Queensland state politics, Jackie Trad has resigned as Deputy Premier and Treasurer. She's under investigation from the state's anti-corruption body over allegations she interfered in the hiring of a school principal. It's something that the head of the state's education department has previously said uh, wasn't anything that concerned them, that there was no wrongdoing on Trad's part, but it's been taken to the Crime and Corruption Commission and they're going to look into it further. She'd been in trouble last year with the commission over her non-disclosure of a property purchase near a big rail project that she'd overseen, but ultimately the commission found that she hadn't acted corruptly. Queensland, of course, heads to an election a bit later later this year. So Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has been keen to move that on and go to the election with a new leadership team, which they announced yesterday. Jackie Trad has indicated that she will run again for her seat. Over to the UK and the fiancé of murdered journalist Jamal Khashoggi is asking UK soccer club Newcastle United and the Premier League to consider ethical values, not just financial or political ones, as they consider a takeover offer from a Saudi Arabian government investment fund. Unpack this one for us, Claire. They call it sports washing and what the accusation is that uh, governments or bodies that have been involved in what some would call um, terrible conduct are able to just sort of breeze over that and get into big time sports and of course the Saudi Arabian government is accused of being involved deeply in the murder of Jamal Khashoggi uh, but also a number of other human rights atrocities and that's something that of course Hatice Senzig uh, wants to see pushed back when it comes to the UK uh, and one of the world's uh, most notable soccer leagues. She says there should be no place in English football for those credible accused of atrocities and murder. The takeover deal is worth about Australian $570 million. And in what could be a warning to all enthusiastic green thumbs out there, Brian May, the guitarist of Queen, has done himself a serious injury while gardening, Claire. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite know how you shred your glute <laughs> as you're gardening. It's quite an impressive injury. Uh, he says that he was in a moment of over-enthusiastic gardening, so clearly he was really giving it a good go. <laughs> he says he'll be going dark on his social channels for a while while he gets some complete rest at home. <laughs> he says he's in a lot of pain. I imagine if you really shred your glute that that's not a good thing. Very rock and roll. (laughs) 
While we're on music legends, though, little Richard, one of the pioneers of rock and roll, has died aged 87 from bone cancer. He brought us songs like Tutti Fruity, Good Golly Miss Molly, Lucille. I went down a full rabbit hole yesterday. Yeah, he is someone that all of the greats really cite as an inspiration and as someone that's influenced them. We're talking about the Beatles, uh, you know, the Rolling Stones, uh, all Elvis, like anyone that was really anyone in, in the pioneer days of rock and roll that goes to our um, subject line today which is a wop bop a loo bop a wop bamboo ah i was hoping you would go there it's a perfect fit for today <laughs> it's natural isn't it you've got to go there got to be done head to the squiz today email if you want to read a bit more about little richard's life or just want to find some links to start your monday off with a bit of rock and roll other than that i think that's all from us thank you for listening any new listeners that are parents or teachers of kids aged between 8 and 12 make sure to check out our podcast squiz kids it's a news podcast just for kids out each weekday at 7 a.m giving an age appropriate wrap of the news just search for squiz kids in your podcasting app have a good monday and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy to understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.